All right, and uh, welcome to the Real Idiots. Hello. Oh, hi there, Mark. Hello. And uh, we're back, and, and this is a first. We have a guest this uh, week on the Real Idiots for our fantastic Ghostbusters episode, which we've been promising a long time, and uh, we are losers. So, uh, you know, happy Halloween and all that, but, uh, yeah, well, here it is. Now you get it. So, uh, but, oh yeah, our person. Our guest for guess. today. <laughs> uh, say hello. Tell us your name. Hello, and I am Sarah. Hi, Sarah. This is uh, Sarah Sarah Thompson. Yep. She's a lovely, lovely gal. Fantastic photographer as well, uh, if anyone's interested. But uh, you can't see us, so uh, irrelevant. But you could see her. Can we see any of your stuff? Where's your... Yeah, well, you want to plug anything? Plug I, I can plug. I have a Let's website. Plug. It's uh, sarahtphoto.ca. Boom. Sarah Ooh. T. Photo. Sarah yep. T. Photo. So if you need any photos done, headshots, weddings, and all that sort of stuff, anything, uh, she's she's your gal. Uh, fashion does a hell yeah, of a job with fashion. And we're actually going to a little, uh, little business together. We're uh, going to do some events and that stuff together as well. Yeah. Uh, and Marky as well. We're doing a video as well. Okay. Anyways, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> You're talking like Stewie Griffin. That's, right not, uh, that's not what the point is. The point is Ghostbusters. Boom. Here we are. Ghostbusters. An event we've been uh, waiting for for quite a while here on uh, Real Idiots. This is definitely high up on both. Well, I know for sure on my list, but also Kareem's list of best movies of all, or our favorite movies of all times. <laughs> it's and in uh, fact, very I believe, enjoyable. I believe that you tell most people that the original, well, the, the original job you wanted as a kid was was, was a Ghostbuster. Was it was the first thing that I yeah. said. Yeah. Which, when, uh, which I I also wanted that, but I think I wasn't as I think I was a little more realistic. Oh, I thought it was a... No, I thought 100% it was a real profession (laughs) for a long part of my young childhood. uh, You were about 17 when they finally pulled you out of that car. I wanted to be Peter Venkman so bad. Oh, yeah. But uh, everybody would only let me be Winston Zedmore because I had curly hair. Oh, Rick Moranis' character. No, Winston Zedmore. No, I, I understand the oh, reference. Or, or Rick Moranis' <laughs> yeah. character, I guess. That's more accurate nowadays, but back then, <laughs> had a little afro. Uh, regardless, we're going to start it up. Uh, for those of you who haven't uh, listened before, uh, what we tried to do is kind of a DVD commentary throughout the actual uh, film. Uh, we give you a point to start at, and then, you know, hopefully we're somewhere within sync uh, with you otherwise we just try to talk through the whole thing anyways so you can just listen remember some of your favorite points some of your favorite moments and then uh hopefully have a little bit uh a little bit of fun with us you know no big deal nostalgia what's uh what's the big deal nothing <laughs> no big deal so we have our sync point <laughs> all right the sync point is uh it's just when you see the columbia tri-star you know that uh the lady justice kind of thing yeah. that they have you know it, uh, right between that and the movie uh itself or the first scene which is uh the the uh new york, public, new york library. public library uh there is a black black hole between the two it's only about a couple frames long so and if you go it's about 21 seconds in yeah, if you're if you're streaming it from a place that we will share online, yes, uh, then yes. Uh, but I think that'd be roughly the same if you're on the DVD. If you looked at it, watched it with the DVD. Yeah, well. that's true. That is true. So uh, all right. So 
Anyways, just after that, that lady Columbia fades out, uh, right in that pitch black darkness, we're going to start from there. And we're going to start in... So get your film queued up, and here we go. You, you know, this is a podcast, so you can pause this uh, if you need to get this ready. You don't have to do this in real time. Not like us. All right, here we go. So, in five, four, three, two, and Ghostbusters. Excitement. Oh, yeah. Again, the New York Public Library. Yeah. So, uh, now I see the, the big line. Oh. They said that, that was an important part of the uh, cinematography and the shots that they were going to set up. They are always going to try and get the gargoyles because of the significance that gargoyles, are the, well, the architecture of New York plays in, in the movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The more you know. I, I have a lot of... Ghostbusters knowledge? knowledge. I, I kind of study this movie because it's, like I said, it's one of my favorite movies ever. And I, do, I can't think of many films that I think are that much better than this movie and yeah i again uh didn't do my homework as i usually do not i, I like I, winging it you know i, I like I to be on the MDB open on my mac right now but i don't even need it like i have pretty much all the facts in my head great uh how, how about you you have any ghostbusters knowledge there sarah none whatsoever no? definitely a childhood favorite but yeah no yeah Who's your favorite Ghostbuster? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> I love how she's trying. Yeah, the little green one. Yeah. I like, uh, I think I like Egon. I always yeah, liked, Egon, Egon has always been my favorite. Ray I always liked one. the uh, Brainiacs, you oh, know what favorite. I mean? Like, uh, I like Donatello and the Ninja Turtles. and uh, This effect here with the cards blowing out of the, uh, the library stacks. They said that that was one of the hardest gags to figure out, and they only figured out how to do it about 20 minutes before they shot it. And it was just literally tubes and people standing behind that set blowing like that, because they're, they're no longer in the library now. This is a set. Yeah. But they're blowing tubes, which shot all the cards out in, time, in the time that they wanted them to. Oh, and now the fantastic theme. I think... Uh they, this is a theme that they really played a lot after the actual film release. Like this, oh, this sure. song became very, very it became popular. Very timeless. It's a song, yeah, and and what was the guy's the guy's name was Ray who Ray, did the song, didn't it? Ray Lewis Jr. No, not Ray Lewis. Ray Parker. Yeah, I think that's it. Ray, yeah, Ray Parker Jr. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Courtesy of Arista Records. <laughs> who gives a this shit? This guy looks like Rick Moranis, which I've always thought was weird. Yeah. It's true. He's like a Rick Mor- mix between Mick, Rick, Mick, Rick Moranis and like uh, Jamie you. Kennedy. You. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's no, that's a good one. And she's cute. I mean, she's got a sweet mullet-ish haircut. He uh, he always loves the ladies. He that, does uh, absolutely. Peter Bankman. Yeah. This is, of course, him testing people's ESP or force of ESP skills. Ready? 
figure eight. Incredible. It's five for five. You can't see these, can no, you? No, no. You're not cheating me, are you? No, I swear. They're just coming to me. <laughs> okay. Nervous? Yes. I don't like this. You should talk you instead of just watching the movie. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's like yeah. I, I, you said you had a lot to say. I do. I'm, I'm already, just, I'm already getting lost in this yeah, film. Totally like just enjoying it. It's just so good. Yeah. Um, the original script was written by Dan Aykroyd and was intended for him and uh, John Belushi. And the original script actually took place in the future. And the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man enters the movie about 15 minutes in like it was oh, yeah. the opening scene and Ivan Reitman when he heard about the movie said okay you can't have the Marshmallow Man 15 minutes into the film That's you need to build up to that do it in modern times and we'll build up to them becoming ghost janitors which was kind of the idea like it'd be similar to firefighters or garbage men or stuff like that they're just disposing of ghosts Yeah, which they get to that point in this movie but the original script took place in the future and would have cost hundreds of millions of dollars at the time which I'm sure they do now but hmm yeah Ivan Reitman uh, hell of a director gotta Great say director. the the whole uh, Reitman family yep. big uh, big kids you know but uh uh, of course, a lot of people have been asking me. Well, uh, you know, he was a producer on uh, Hitchcock, the new uh, Hitchcock oh, film he? coming out. Yeah, I didn't know it. And uh, he also exec produced. If you're Canadian, you'll enjoy this. Uh, he also exec produced Trailer Park Boys, Countdown to Liquor Day. I did not know that one. Either. Yeah, wow. who, who, you know, who, who would have thought? And then, of course, he's done a bunch of like great films. Uh, Up in the Air. He was a producer. Uh, I love you, man. Uh, exec producer on the first, uh, yeah, uh, Trailer Park Boys movie, Euro Trip, Old School. You know, uh, he's uh, he's done a lot. He started up a lot of now big comedy directors. Yeah, and like then of course like directing, uh, you know, his big ones were like really in the 80s were like his I think legendary times. You know, and like 90s. You know what I mean? Uh, Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. We'll do mm. that one for sure on here. Yeah. Uh, stripes. Meatballs. Meat if you remember yeah. Meatballs. Uh, which was... Uh, he took big gaps between some of his films. Like, quite a while. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's... Uh, I, you know, and he then did... Uh, what? The Junior, I'm, Father's Day. Uh, he, he did a lot of films with uh, Arnie. He did, yeah. Big Arnie fan. Animal House. Didn't he do... No, 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 I don't. You sure? I don't. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, I found it here. Yeah, he produced Animal House. Produced. Yeah. And uh, Beethoven films. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you can't win them all, right? They can't all be winners. <laughs> uh, so here uh, we finally have uh, the three of the four. Uh, Ghostbusters yep. already assembled. And we're coming up on one of my favorite lines from this movie right here. I can't wait to get a look at this thing. Alice, I'm going to ask you a couple of standard questions, okay? Have you or any member of your family ever been diagnosed schizophrenic, mentally incompetent? My uncle thought he was St. Jerome. 
I'd call that a big yes. <laughs> uh, are you habitually using drugs, stimulants, alcohol? No. No, just asking. Are you, Alice, menstruating right now? What has that got to do with it? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Great. That's a good line to use in any situation. Yeah. <laughs> That's too bad I'm not any kind of scientist. But you, you can still... You, you can, can still throw pretend. it down. Yeah. And, of course, the uh, incredible Bill Murray, who... Uh, uh, okay, uh, I'm, we're clearly going to have to get into this at some point, but uh, Ghostbusters 3. Yeah. Uh, when I, any Anyone I've been talking to about us doing this podcast, everyone's been like, uh, okay, if you're going to do Ghostbusters, you're obviously going to talk about... All the Ghostbusters 3 junk. And uh, Bill Murray, of course, the only one yet to uh, sign sign on. And they've already agreed to just go ahead and do it uh, without Bill. Oh, Uh, have they? Officially. Oh, I didn't know that. They officially did, uh, I think it's a couple months ago. Uh, I I know the last thing I had heard on his end was, we're going to try again. We're going to find new writers to take a look look he, at it from fresh eyes yeah he's very very adamant on the script and he didn't like ghostbusters 2 at all he said yeah that's that's been his big thing is he said they rushed it and you know jumped right into it and it didn't feel when they were shooting ghostbusters 2 he said it didn't feel as good as ghostbusters 1 and he never thought that they'd live up to it and he still doesn't think that so i appreciate that a bit but at the same time you know they're going to put out a bunch of other shit anyways. You may as well do Ghostbusters 3, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was according to uh, ScreenRant.com, uh, that Dan Aykroyd. He said, uh, you know, production is going... It just got pushed back to fall 2013. It was supposed to be uh, early uh, this coming year, but uh, Bill Murray will not be involved. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of it's been a quite an emotional roller coaster ride for uh, the supporters. You know they've been in, like he in and out, and you know everyone's been trying to figure out who's actually going to be in it. Uh, it will be directed by uh, Reitman. Oh, cool! So he'll be back, and uh, the script, like the treatment, was created by Aykroyd, but uh, apparently they've been they've. Uh, They've had a few different people. They had, the, had, uh, other people they had a couple right. writers from The Office who also wrote uh, Harlan Wim- uh, Ramis's. I think he directed it, a one called uh, Year One with Michael Sarah and Jack Black. And that was originally how they got the nod to go ahead with the first draft of the script. Mm-hmm. But there's an older version that Dan Aykroyd had written, which at one point was going to be animated. They were going to do an animated feature, and it was called... Ghostbusters go to hell. Yeah. And it was essentially that Peter Venkman and I think Dan Aykroyd's character go to hell and meet a character named Lou Cipher or Lucifer if you're keeping score. <laughs> and uh, the other guys have to figure out how to get them back over to our world. Fair enough. Yeah. The uh, the latest script idea uh, well, I mean, now it is the script. Uh, was penned by Eden Cohen uh, from Tropic Thunder. Okay. Yeah, he, he, uh, you know, and uh, 
so yeah, production starts late next year, 2013, and uh, he, the quote from Aykroyd, hey oh, there's uh, the first big ghost in the film. Yeah. Uh, the quote from Aykroyd says, no, I can tell you he won't be involved. It's sad, but we're passing it on to a new generation. Ghostbusters 3 can be a successful movie without Bill. My f- preference would uh, would be to have him involved, but at this point he doesn't seem to be coming, and we have to move on. It's uh, it's time to make the third one. Damn shame. You think so? Yeah. You think it's a damn shame? I want I want Murray. I want Murray want in Murray? as well, but I I don't know another Ghostbusters movie is something I'd kind of want to see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, it's a huge sacrifice to take Bill Murray out of it, but... There was a story at one point uh, where they were going to uh, to bridge from the old to the new uh, that Murray actually dies uh, early on in the third one, and then he turns into a ghost himself, but uh, uh, apparently he wasn't even down for that, for the brief cameo. But, uh, yeah, anyways, there'll be some... There'll be some old Ghostbusters at this point. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, the, and at one point as well, they were saying that that was the whole problem, is that they're passing on the torch because, like, Aykroyd in the movie has a bad back and missing an eye and a bunch of other stuff. Like, it was... They were going to make it very much that the old Ghostbusters could not properly bust some ghosts, if you will. Mm. We believe that the purpose of science is to serve mankind. You, however, seem to regard science as some kind of dodge or hustle. Your theories are the worst kind of popular tripe, your methods are sloppy, and your conclusions are highly questionable. You are a poor scientist, Dr. Finkman. I see. And you have no place in this department or in this university. This is a major disgrace. Forget MIT or Stanford now. They wouldn't touch us with a 10-meter cattle prod. You're always so concerned about your reputation. Einstein did his I love how he's always trying to just charm his way out of whatever trouble he's in. Personally, I like the universe. So, uh, one of my favorite uh, new things to do is read all of the uh, also known as titles for the films that we've been reviewing. Okay. Uh, Well, we're not reviewing them at all. So, uh... Ghostbusters uh, was also known as, in some parts of the U.S., Ghost Busters, like Ghost with a space and then Busters. Which is Uh, sort of what the title looks like in the beginning. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Los Casa Fantasmas (laughs) in uh, Argentina, Mexico, Peru, and Spain. Os Caca. Uh, Fantasmas in Brazil and Portugal. I'm pretty sure I'm doing it right. Uh, S.O.S. Fantomas in France and French Canada. Uh, Caca Fantasmas. That's uh, Spain. There's a lot of... Uh, oh, the uh, I don't think I'll be able to do the Italian one at all. <laughs> Achiapa Fantasmi. And uh, Germany, well, West Germany, was Die Geistjager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
I'm not gonna try Finnish or Swedish. I'll, I'll give Finland a try. Hamojengi. Very well done. Thanks. You know. Uh, and that's uh, that's all the rest that I'm gonna try because the rest have way too many Z's and uh, exclamation marks. Yep. Head. Bovenaturiki. Super spectacle. That was the Netherlands. If you couldn't tell, that's that's my Dutch. When uh, when we were moving into the first brand new house that my parents got when I was a kid, my mom asked me what I thought my room was going to be like. And at the time, because I only knew my sister, pink was my favorite color. So I said I was going to have a pink carpet and a fire pole in my room. That, that was what I thought was going to be my bedroom. Wow. And, uh, I still would probably go with that now. Even the pink. <laughs> what would you say to a guy with a uh, pink bedroom and a fire pole? I don't know. <laughs> fire pole could be interesting. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but if you know, with the pink and bedroom, the pink might, I, I, don't I don't think know. anything's happening. <laughs> well, don't you live like Church and Wellesley too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I wouldn't go for it there. I'd go for it in my house. There's there a difference. Yeah, I can't okay. have a fire pole in my. <laughs> one bedroom apartment. I could have a pole. So what you're saying is purposes. there's still time, Mr. McNally. There is still time. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Moranis playing Lewis Tully. Originally written for John Candy. Yeah. But he had to eat. That was mean. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was he's mean. gone. I didn't make a Too joke soon? about that. Too yeah. soon. Yeah. He was owning the Argos at the time, I think. He was busy with that. With what? He owned the Argos. John Candy owned the Argos? John I didn't Candy know was that. a part owner of the Argos at one point, yeah. Yeah. Well, originally the role of Peter Venkman wasn't uh, supposed to be Venkman, or, or it wasn't supposed to be Bill Murray either. I, I said it. I said that already. Oh, did, did you? Yeah. I didn't hear. Maybe I didn't say that part of it, but uh, John Belushi was originally... John Belushi. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know who's originally supposed to be Winston? Anyone can guess this. This one's... I really wish that we could see that version of the movie just because it would make it... Like, it would make that character so much more funny because Winston in this movie isn't really that funny. He doesn't pop a he lot, He doesn't pop guy, a lot. Uh, but he, Eddie, no, he does, what, what he does well. Um, well. What's the... What's this guy? What's the... I know, and I This know, Winston's know. name? Because really he did nothing after Ernie this. Ernie Hudson. How did I forget that? Ernie Hudson, that's yeah. right. And, uh... The role of Winston, originally written for Eddie Murphy. That would have been a hell of a show. That would have been a huge one. I think he turned it down for The Golden Child, which was totally the right decision. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, Eddie Murphy is known for his fantastic film choices. Yeah, but... But Golden Child was like the same thing. It was a comedy with like special effects and kind of like scary scenes and everything like that. So it just seems stupid that he would... I don't know if that's exactly the movie, but... It just seems so dumb that he did a very similar Ghostbusters type movie not long after the turning this down. Gozer for uh, well, spoiler alert. I mean, this movie's yeah, twenty years old. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Gozer, the uh, the bad guy who comes uh, later on, the uh, Ghost Buildings uh, architect was originally going to be uh, Pee Wee Herman. Yep, Paul Rubens. A couple other people were offered that role too, and I was gonna wait. I was always very confused that, by this egg, uh, 
egg popping thing, I was like it. I wasn't sure if it was because it was very hot or if the egg was just, if like the ghost was hitting the egg. Like I was trying to think about what the metaphysical... Well, the, they are actually heating up as you can see that they... They're like exploding. They, they're exploding and cooking on there and that's actually, they got the effect by doing it like that, by putting a heated... A heater under the Underneath and making them actually pop like that, yeah. Mm. I like the original sign. I think they should have. Yeah, that, that has some heart to it. Yeah. The All the Ecto beat up stuff one. That they yeah. Have. Yeah, Ecto one. What uh, would that? Was that like an old ambulance? Like I don't understand what that vehicle would be used it's a for. It it's looks like a hearse, death. but why would you have a siren on the top? Uh, I don't know. Don't, they have that at funerals. Like uh, the little purple siren. You ever seen that? Yeah, they do. The assembly line when they go to, like down the highway. Yeah, yeah. They definitely yeah. have sirens on them. Sirens like make yeah. sound. Uh, <laughs> the well, coffin in the back. That's <laughs> well. Usually the police are like uh, like the light would be on, but it wouldn't be making the sound. I don't sometimes think there's right. sounds. Really? I think there's sounds. Yeah. Hmm. You guys go to crazy funerals. <laughs> Jen was like, uh, or yeah, Janine. Janine. I was about to call her Jen. Jesus. Yeah. Originally supposed to be uh, Sandra Bernhardt. Oh, there yeah. you go. She's uh, just that in-between cute, you know? She is, yeah. Like, that 80s cute. Ghostbusters, what do you want? If she was here now, like if she was in Toronto right now, people would be all over. She's got that, you know, that hipster look. Yeah, she does. The big glasses. Very hipster. Glasses, yeah. mm. Dana Barrett, Sigourney Weaver, stay away from her, you bitch. <laughs> this is what we do, Sarah. We just quote other movies that these actors have yeah. been in. Yeah. Yes. I feel like I'm failing on the whole quotes thing. No, no, you don't have to it's quote. Okay. No, you don't have to quote. I'm, you guys are doing it enough. I, I, do, I do it too much, so... Do you have any? Watch, like, watch, watch, watch. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, he clipped his heels, and like the whole like crew went like step forward, thinking that he was just gonna eat it face first. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. When he jumps over. <laughs> they said he did it like three times in rehearsal, and either like screwed it up completely or did it perfectly. And then in that one, he clipped his heels on that, and like Ivan Reitman said, like everybody stood up, thinking like Murray's going over. This is it. It's amazing. Uh, did did you ever watch Ghostbusters when you were young, there, Sarah? When I was younger. Yeah. I definitely haven't seen it in years, though. Did you watch the TV show? Like, remember the real Ghostbusters? Cartoons. The cartoons. No. Oh, I was big on those. I, with the DVD that came out a few years back, you get two episodes of the Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters, and it's the first episode is actually connected to the movie. The reason that they fight a ghost in that episode is that the clothes that they were wearing when they fought the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man still had ectoplasmic goo, goo, and it had created like a bad ghost or a ghostly Ghostbusters or something like that. It's, it's a weird, cool episode. I don't know. There's a lot of cool episodes in that series. It's crazy and ridiculous and very childish. Like it's very force-fed to you. Mm -hmm. Like. The ghost is going to be here, like, as most cartoons are, but 
still a lot of fun. They've uh, they used to have uh, well, well, speaking of the um, Ecto One, Ecto Mobile, uh, they had like multiple cars for it, which you know most movies do. Yep. Uh, but like for early publicity of the film, they would just drive these things all over Manhattan, just yep. like up and down the streets, like constantly. There's a shot coming up, and I'll point it out when it comes. That was the first shot of principal photography, and it was literally they just put the guys in this uniforms and got them to run down the street, and that became like the first iconic moment that people in New York started noticing the film being made, and they kind of did it hidden camera style so that. It would just be Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and uh, Harlan Williams or Hart. What am I? I'm only saying his name wrong. Harlan Ramis. Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. I'm thinking of Harlan it's, Williams. No, that's just I don't know why. Yeah, that's stupid. Anyways, the three of them running down the street, full uniformed, and that was the very first shot with the three players themselves for the whole entire movie. I'll point it out when it comes up. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I think of when I think of Ghostbusters. Absolutely. That's definitely the image that comes to my head. Yeah. <laughs> Harold Ramis, uh, you know, who that's is... Uh, this is probably his biggest uh, his biggest film that he was in. I don't know. Orange like, County a, was a pretty actor. big flick. No, well, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, as an actor, he was in... Uh, what else was he in? He was in... Uh, He's in year one. He's in year one. I remember one. that. Yeah. He's in... Uh, High Fidelity. He's Rob's dad. I just found that uh, online. Airheads. Rob? Groundhog Day. Because n- now I'm just reading stuff out, so it's not at all impressive. But I, I came up with two. He was um, the dad in uh, Knocked Up. He was... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. He was... Uh, yeah. Told us that it's okay to do drugs. But you're right. The first thing I think of him now... like. Because there's Harold Ramis of this time, who's like, you know, skinny, young Harold yeah. Ramis. And, but when I think old Harold Ramis, I only think of when he's stoned in, in Orange County. Yeah. Orange County was a very underrated... Oh, I love that. Uh, it's, a, it's a clever little ditty, you know? Creatures writhing around, and they were growling and snarling, and there were flames, and I heard he a voice say, "Zoom." Directed the analyze this and analyze right that movies. I'm sorry, yeah, which is weird. I didn't know that. Well, are you sure? And he directed Groundhog nothing? Day as well. There's no, I think so, but I'm sure there are no animals in there. Well, that's great. Either I have a monster in my kitchen, or I'm completely crazy. I don't think you're crazy. Oh, good. That makes me feel so much better. That's the that's the way in any woman's heart. Yeah. I don't think you're crazy. You're rambling. I used that line a few times actually, <laughs> and then retracted it. Does that work on you, Sarah? Yeah, no. 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 I like being called crazy. <laughs> you like being called crazy? Wow. What? Well, well, why? I don't know. You you want to be known as like uh. I feel like if somebody is calling you not crazy, they probably are actually calling you crazy. No, what do you mean? That, see, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, that is that's, crazy. So legitimately, that's the only, you know. I'd call that, that's woman. Like, that's a woman <laughs> thing. Maybe that's true. I got it. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll prove myself to you. Yeah, I'll solve your little problem. Okay. And then you'll say, 
Pete Vinkman's a guy who can get things done. Right. I wonder what makes him tick. I wonder. I wonder if he'd be interested in knowing what makes me tick. Right. I'll bet you're going to be thinking about me after I'm gone. I bet I am. No kiss. <laughs> He's a charmer. He is a charmer. Speaking of charmers, <laughs> here comes Rick Moranis. That's, I do that all the time. What? First customer. <laughs> Open up the door, walk out, and then lock myself out in the apartment. Oh yeah, that's a bummer. I used to do that. <laughs> now it's now I just leave the door open. Yeah, living in the house. Where ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever want to like uh, live uh, or be a fireman when uh, when you were a kid? Uh, people always uh, kids always wanted to be firemen. I know. I don't understand war, that. But I, I'm, didn't ever think it was a cool idea. Not not to take anything away from firemen. You're doing no. amazing work. Uh, people get touchy about that. But, like, I have no interest. I played with fire too much. Like, I like I used... I was kind of a pyro when I was a kid. And I wouldn't want to put a fire out. See, I mean, I think... I just feel like it would be a lot of sitting around. Like, it was a it lot of playing be. cards. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which, Especially uh, as a fire, uh, as a volunteer fireman, which you have to be that for the longest time, anyways. So, yeah. I mean, if the fire pole is really it, that's the real only perk, at least in my opinion. It's really it. I mean, if you really think about this uh, this venture they went in, it's quite an investment. It is for sure. Like they bought a fire. Like they bought. First of all, Ecto One. Then they bought a firehouse. Yeah. That can't be cheap. Downtown Manhattan. You kidding me? And they so had, that's not gonna be. Uh, they also had video arcade had, machines in there as well. So I'm sure that those weren't cheap. Yeah. Yeah. We still got enough money for Chinese food. Plus those uh, all this technical the, science and the, gear. And the snappy suits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the logo. Logos aren't cheap. <laughs> No. I don't think they had a designer. Like, uh, I don't think they have a graphic designer. I think uh, no. that's probably just Ray. Who, who do you think would be of the three? Of the three that we see so far, Ray would probably the be the one ske- in a sketchbook drawing something out. Yeah, for sure. He's the passionate one. He's, He's the heart of the Ghostbusters. Yeah, he really. Egon's is the brains, and Vakeman the mouth. I was gonna give a uh, different part for the. For Venkman, but right. yeah, it's possible. Fair enough. <laughs> Another great line coming up. What are you supposed to be? Some kind of a cosmonaut? <laughs> no, we're exterminators. Somebody saw a cockroach up on 12. That's got to be some cockroach. Bite your, your head off. off. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'll take the next one. <laughs> I miss those dudes. I know. I miss like the comedic, like the kind of hokey comedy, you know, of that time. You know, like I, you know, where you can still the Saturday Night Live the corniness. You know yeah. what I'm trying no, to say sure. here? Like, yeah. uh, like uh, I think it really ended with you know Black Sheep, Tommy Boy. Like after Farley ended, yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's not much. There's no, that's not even close to it. I was going to say, if you've seen the movie Hot Rod, it has, because it is Andy Samberg and everything like that, it's too not too goofy to be... No, I'm not comparing I, it to I, them. I, I, I. However, I am saying there is a bit of that 
SNL movie feel to it, but this generation's version of it, which kind of sucks, but yeah. Do you know how they did the uh, uh, gun effect? Uh, it's they're just animated. It's just cell animation. Like, yeah, they they decided that they wanted they they tried to figure out a funny effect, and they were like, we want to try and bend light like rubber. Yeah. And they they played around with that idea a bit, and the effects guy said, we've got this, and Raymond signed off on it. Actually, going back to the special effects, they showed the outside of uh, Dana's building. The top part of that is actually not really part of the building. Mm -hmm. They did like a, what's known as a matte painting and added that onto the uh, shots of the building that they used, which is in Central Park, is downtown New York and everything. Yeah, so but there's a Ghostbusters added. tour in, uh, if you're ever in Manhattan. Oh, is there? Yeah. I guess that makes sense. They have a tour for everything else. Yeah. Takes you to the fire station. And here's the appearance of uh, one of the favorite ghosts of all time. Slimer. Slimer. Um, I'd put him up there with Casper. Yeah. The description that um, Aykroyd gave to the um, special effects people and the production designers and everything like that was... Make him like Bluto from Animal House. And this, this <laughs> sort of became their homage to Belushi, who was supposed to be in the film but couldn't be. And so they just made him as disgusting and revolting as possible, but while still having kind of a comedic charm, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> in the real Ghostbusters in the show, he became much more of a friendly character. It's, in that, in, the, it's in that first episode, They, the one that I was talking about earlier, they... Uh, he speaks, the, the, he didn't speak in the movie, but he speaks yeah, to them and the says show. he wants to be their friend and everything like that, and he seems like, he just becomes their dog, it's like a Dalmatian, almost, yeah, like that firehouse true. Dalmatian. He slimed me. The original uh, costume design actually had them wearing helmets, like almost police riot gear helmets. Mm -hmm. And I think it was Murray that said, "I don't want my hair in that the whole time. Let's not wear mat. Like let's not wear helmets and masks." And they put the kibosh on that. But Ray, of course, gets his sweet goggles, which we are <laughs> seeing through at yeah. this moment. <laughs> That is actually a peanut painted green. And what Slimer? The, what the shot that they just showed? As a peanut. It's it's just a painted green peanut that they lit properly and just spun it around like that and added the hands to it afterwards. There we go. They really cheaped out near the end. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, having done a bunch of weddings and stuff this year. I always want to go into a place and just destroy a ballroom or whatever, like a reception chandelier. hall like this. A chandelier. Yeah. A chandelier, reception. Just, no, just the whole reception area. Like, 
throw the TV, the tables everywhere, and try and see if I can get the flowers to still stand. <laughs> Don't cross the streams are uh, a loophole of this movie. Yeah. As we usually discuss. Well, go ahead and explain the loophole. Um. <laughs> I'm having too much fun watching. Why are you gonna make me talk now? Um, the loophole is that they can't cross the streams of these. I don't even know what they're called. Protonic. Proton blasters. Proton blasters. If they do, they'll explode and kill everyone. I don't know. I don't even know exactly. Kill themselves at least. Mm. And that becomes important later on. Yeah. Bangler, I want a confinement screen from you, okay? Go! Okay. Hold him up there, he's gonna move, hold him up! Go! Working, Ray. Try to bring him down, try to bring him down. You've got him, don't cross the screen. Right. Maybe now you'll never slam a guy with a positron glider, huh? Bankman, shorten your stream, I don't want my face burned off. Alright, I'm opening the trap now, don't look directly into the trap. I'm looking to do the trap, Ray. Bring your screens off as soon as I close the trap. Get ready. I'm closing it. Now! I really wish that I had kept the toys that I had. I, I, yeah, had, I was I, just about to say, I think everybody had that. I had that. It did nothing. It didn't do anything. You, but you just, slid it, you stepped on it, it, and it opened, it opened up. the little ghost trap, yep. and the little light would go on, yep. and you just felt like a billion dollars. I had the backpack, and I, I had even had, I had the, the gun. I had the sliming one from the second But the, the gun just shot movie. nerf, nerf things. Nerf balls, yeah. And the second, I, I had the, the sliming backpack from the second movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great line, too. And it just shot out like a stream of purple goo, but it only went out as far as the spring shot it. Yeah. <laughs> so I just have to keep shooting it over and over again at the neighbor kids. Toys were so good back then. They were good. What was your favorite uh, girl toy there? Girl toy? Yeah, well, hell. <laughs> Zing. I had some Ghostbuster toys too. Yeah? Were, like plastic what, what, ones. Yeah, what ones? Yeah. What would you have? I probably got them from McDonald's. Oh. Like, you know those little Happy Meal toys? Yeah. I do remember. Yeah. Some Ghostbuster Happy Meal toys. Yeah, you know what I, you know what, uh, like McDonald's or all these, well, not, not that I go to McDonald's, but like, it, what you never see anymore that was really big back then is the, uh, collector glasses. Remember yeah. all that? They had collector yeah. glasses and collector cups from everything. You and can plates. still get them everywhere. Like, what Every happened? Olympics had one. A everything. Had, Any movie that was opening yeah. up. I, I, I have tons of them from Jurassic Park. Yeah, uh, true. You know, like from, I mean, you name it, yeah, and like, and they were actual glasses for oh, a yeah. long time. Yeah. Now, then they went to plastic. You know what I mean? Like in the in the nineties. Yeah. And then it just that that just fell off. 
But uh, I think they need to bring that back. A collector glasses. Oh, Even the toys from McDonald's aren't the same. I have a nephew and they're all cheap. Not, not fun like they were. Yeah. No, they used to be like proper, proper toys. But, remember they uh, would always do things like shoot things out. Yeah. Or, yeah. They're like all just little figurines now. The, and you, the thing was you wanted to collect them all. Like, uh, yeah, you tried and, like, to get they were them always yeah. in a part of a series. Yep. And then you needed to get like, you know, ten Big Macs to collect finish the series. So. Here's the shot that I spoke about earlier with the three of them running down the street. Very first shot of production of principal photography of Ghostbusters. It's a pretty good shot. Casey Kasem. I still, there, there's a station that still plays like old top American top 40 countdowns. It's the weirdest thing to listen to because they'll be playing songs by like Prince and stuff like that. Yeah. Claiming it. It's down from la two spots from last week. <laughs> Is this online? No, it's um, one of the like light stations, K Light or something like that. And they do it. They still do it every Saturday because I guess it's still they vote. They still have the contract for it. There you go. And uh, yeah, the famous uh, Ghost Beejer. Yeah. Probably well, the dirtiest scene in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. This this was taking the risks. But I mean. <laughs> but how, uh, hey, how everybody go, wants a ghost blowjob. Yeah. And how can you go wrong with like? An effect like that, like yeah. that, uh, like stop motion of a guy's fly on nobody. That's pretty ridiculous. So here's where we finally meet, uh, you know, Eddie uh, Murphy's cousin, <laughs> Ernie. Uh, I still can't remember his name. We just Ernie said Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Very good in uh, Airheads. If you've ever seen that movie, I know that's this goofy. Uh, Ivan Raven had something to do with that too, didn't he? Yeah, well, th no, that was a kind of Saturday Night Live era film as well. Yeah. This is the uh, ghost custodians or ghost janitors sort of time that I was talking about earlier, where if he had done the original script, they would have been doing it like this from the very beginning of the movie. Just cleaning up the world of ghosts. Cleaning up the junk. Cleaning up the junk. So, now, let's talk Ghostbusters 2 quick. Okay. What, uh, you know, do you think it was really as, as poor as uh, Bill Murray made it out to be? Not as poor, but it doesn't even remotely hold a candle to this one. This one was classic, but... Uh, the second one's good, a little bit more campy, cheesy than yeah. this one. It became well, it a little bit like Batman-y. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, it's an iconic bit of uh, Statue of Liberty, you know, getting up and moving and everything like that. I love yeah. that effect. The the one, if, you know, there's, there's great effects in it, like with any... Great effects. Great effects movie. No, not great, but yeah. still good. <laughs> the Titanic coming back, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> it made it a little late but no uh, no I, I don't think 
It's 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 a good standalone if you want to go that way. together Thursday night I'm thinking night still just trying to get you the know, date we could exchange information I can't see you Thursday I'm 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 busy Miss Barrett you seem to think there is something wrong up here that says in your mind he enjoys taking his evenings off and spending it with his clients no I'm making a special exception in your case because I respect you it's corny but I respect you as an artist and as a dresser too this is a magnificent coordination okay, you have going uh, here today I'll see you Thursday. I'll bring the Royal Lance Guide and we'll eat and read. He's got all the right things to say. He's got really. great lines. Like, you know, respect. In the, you know, girls love hearing. Yeah. You know, respect. Saying that you're well, a great dresser. I mean, everybody likes respect, I think, but. They talked about as well on the DVD how during this time, as much as he's hitting on her there, that was pretty much every woman that Bill Murray talked to. Oh, really? Circa that era. And said one of his big things was lifting them up. He'd just start talking to a girl and then hug them and then like lift them up and spin them around. And that was one of his moves. Did that will. work? I mean, he's Bill Murray. I don't he's, like being lifted up. Well, yeah, but you're not I'm, I'm, I'm not a <laughs> If a girl came up to you and picked you up, it might be a little different. Yeah. <laughs> that would be yeah. Odd. Well, if a guy came and picked you up, would you be down? Yeah, I don't know. Sure. What kind of pickup? Like, just like a... Like, <laughs> if it's just a over deadlift. the shoulder or... <laughs> like, like, he'd hug them and then, like, lift them and, like, spin them. Like, tried yeah, to make the, it kind of romantic, like... Little girl lift up, spin around, dancing with... But not the, uh... The but, no, was it wasn't the bench pressing. That would be pretty cool. Uh, That'd be fun. I did but that, that would require her running at him, would it not? Yeah, you uh, need some lift. Yeah, I don't know. I've tried swing dancing before. It's not that easy to get up. <laughs> I did that. I was like, I was dating a dancer at one point. And she made me do that, like the dirty dancing thing, and I almost threw it right over oh, my yeah. head. I would have definitely thrown it right over. This is uh, the guy from the EPA, also plays plays a dick in most movies. It's a pretty good movie, Douchebag. He was the reporter in uh, Die Hard. And he was uh, Noah Faulkner in Biodome. That oh, amazing yes. classic piece. It's amazing cinema. that that's what. Yeah, because like I'm like I recognize his face, whatever. And then, but once he said that, and uh, Kevin Smith. Biodome. Yeah, Kevin Smith offered him the role of. Oh, I can't think of his name in that. The one that um, Michael Roker played in Mallrats. Um, Svenning, um, Mr. Svenning, in uh, in Mallrats, and he said no, he didn't want to do something that immature, and then ended up doing Biodome. So people <laughs> <laughs> like make really good decisions on what films they. I guess I guess a trade it's, for Mallrats and Biodome is pretty decent because it's not like Mallrats made a dime, but yeah. And I think he was number two on Maxim's list of all-time movie douchebags. 
right behind Billy now Zane in Titanic. <laughs> Is that true? If my memory serves correctly, yeah. yeah. I can I can look it up, but we should just make up stuff like that, like because you know I would never call you out, like I would never call you out on it. That sounds totally right. By the way, uh, oh Twinkies, yeah. there we go. God, I had a whole. I think Twinkies, Twinkies is going out of uh, business, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Hostess, uh, yeah, going the bankrupt. They've, they've gone. They actually went bankrupt four years ago. Then they have been taken over by a capital company like uh, like Mitt Romney was a part of that kind of thing, like an uh, investment you know, firm. And now even that is going, they're uh, sending that under, they're just saying it's got I heard be. people were like stockpiling People are Twinkies. stockpiling Twinkies. I actually am going to go get a Twinkie right after this. How uh, long do Twinkies last though? Like in your fridge? Forever. Forever. And they don't burn. They don't burn. burn. No, they don't burn. You should be eating Who something that doesn't burn. We would heat a Twinkie. We we heard that it didn't burn, so me and my friends took a blowtorch to a Twinkie, and really all it does is just kind of crispy the sides. Like what? It's like, makes really? It like creme brulee. It's pretty amazing. Like a blowtorch? Yeah. Well, here comes uh, the famous, famous gargoyle here. Gargoyle, yep. You don't see a lot of, uh, you know, funny lightning effects as well anymore. No, I mean, it's very rare, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, this. Look at Rick Moranis' face. Yeah. He has, like, that nerd character so locked up. Okay, I just <laughs> found a, a list of top movie douchebags and Walter Peck from Ghostbusters is number two. There we go. Oh, sorry, it's number one. Sorry. It's number one. It's number one. Billy Zane is number four. That's great. I'll tell everybody you're coming. <laughs> the family from Million Dollar Baby is number three. And Senzi from Karate Kids, number two. Oh, yeah. And uh, number six, the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, who's in quite a bit of finan- or, uh, legal trouble now. What? For what? Kitty porn ring. Really? Yeah. The guy from, uh, fucking, uh, what, what movie we do were you just talking about? <laughs> Ferris Bueller? Yeah. The guy from Ed Ferris Rudy. Bueller? Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. I don't know why I like. I act like I know him just because I saw him in one movie in the eighties. Because you remember him from and your mid- childhood. <laughs> and mid sentence, forgot what movie we were talking even about. In, even in this, I really feel attached to. Even that. in this, in this list, it says, uh, "P.S. I believe this guy, the actor, not the principal. Well, maybe him too. Is a sex offender now." <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a bummer. Let's see what else uh, Ernie Hudson did. He's still in. He's still in movies. Yeah, uh, he does a lot of voice. A lot of voice. A lot of guys just go straight to voice, eh? Oh yeah, lots of money in there. He's got a recognizable voice. Why not? Yeah, he was in. <laughs> Non-threatening black. <laughs> Listen to this TV series name, Nosferatu. It's uh. Sounds a little racist, but... Yeah, I'm pretty... If it is what I think it is, 
the story of the strangest kosher person the world has ever known. Wow. This this looks amazing. I have to say that this scene scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. This is easily one of the scariest scenes in any movie, not just the comedy movie. I actually still haven't uh, said my Ghostbusters young kid story when I. Uh, but actually, it was um, Ghostbusters 2, uh, which is more embarrassing to admit to now. It was, uh, uh, when I was young, I just, the first time I ever saw Ghostbusters 2, I cried, like, 90% of the film. Like, right a good part of the way through it. I was just, te- I, I was scared, I was terrified, and my dad was like, this is a joke, funny movie. What the, what's wrong with you? One of those situations where the dad doesn't help at all, no, like just help. rips it just, on you, just you and it makes like you so cry worse, worse yeah. you know what I mean? But like, just the fact, like just what they were doing to that baby in the bathtub and all that stuff and the slime, I'm like, that's... Were you in the theater? No. Okay. Uh, we, were, we were at home. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Imagine him just ripping on me in the theater. But no, like stop I, I, crying. I, I, I you can get pussy. him doing that while you're in the theater. That though. would be like, super yeah, were you funny. In the theater. <laughs> that. Oh yeah, I should start telling it and lie because <laughs> that is funnier, way funnier to picture it in the theater. You know, a movie scared me when I was a little kid. What? Jurassic okay, Park. Who Jurassic the dog? Park for sure. You know, I weeped in that movie. All right, right now, top. Three movies that made you really upset as a child. Like, really scared. I got I got freaked out by the alien scene in Independence Day. That, that, I remember that, like, really... Even though I was, like, old enough to be able to handle such things, or was supposed to be, that really scared the crap out of me. I was always freaked out looking at the sky after Independence Day. Yeah, for sure. This shot coming up here... That one where the dog runs across the street. That was the very first thing they filmed for Ghostbusters, was that shot. Obviously the dog wasn't in it, they had to put him in later, but... Sorry. Three movies that scared you. Sorry. I thought you said uh, the running shot was... That was the first of principle with oh, the actual okay. characters. That was the very first thing that they had shot for this for the movie. They, they shot... Ivan Reitman got a unit shooting a couple days before principal photography. There we go. Um, yeah, Independence Day, I'd say, is one. Um, um, like, going way back, but uh, Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> I was <laughs> terrified okay. of Maleficent. Yeah. That chick, uh, she can go, like, under doors and, like, yeah. just appear through light and then chimneys and turn into fire and dragons. That thing was, she was in the big horns. She was a pretty lady. Yeah. Uh, some Maleficent I was absolutely terrified of. Um, any others? I got Gremlins is another one. Yeah, Gremlins scared me. My, uh, yeah, my babysitter brought over Gremlins when I was like six, and I lost my, this lost my shit. I couldn't sleep in the dark until I was 12. (laughs) Um, I remember crying at like Oliver and Company, but that's like the first movie I can remember being at. And then <laughs> there was a Babar movie, <laughs> and I kind of think I cried during you that. You cried during Babar? 
It was scary. There's, there's a full elephant war going on. That shit got real. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And here comes the possessed. Uh... <laughs> With some of Be- Bill Murray's best lines in the movie when he's talking to her as a possessed person. Possessed Sigourney Weaver. There's a plot hole here from what I remember <laughs> looking at IMDb. I can't remember what it is. Oh, okay. It, it's coming up, so I'll mention it when he, uh, when when the mistake comes up. All right. What are we doing today, Zul? Prepare for the coming of Gozer. Gozer, huh? The Destructor. Are we still going out? You know, you could pick up the place if you're expecting someone. Do you want this body? Is this a trick question? (laughs) I guess the roses worked, huh? Take me now, sub-creature. We never talk anymore. (laughs) I make it a rule never to get involved with possessed people. Mm, more like a guideline. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule. <laughs> you know, I can. I want you inside me. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I can't. <laughs> Sounds like you got at least two people in there already. <laughs> it might be a little crowded. Come on, I, I, why don't you just quit trying to upset and disturb Dr. Bankman and just relax. Lie down there, relax, put your hands on your chest. What I'd really like to do is talk to Dana. I want to talk to Dana. Dana, it's Peter. There is no Dana. There is only Zulu. Oh, Zuli, you nut now. Come on. Come on, I want to talk to Dana. Dana, just relax. Come on. Dana, Dana. Can I talk to Dana? There is no Dana, only Zulu. What a lovely singing voice you must have. Now, I'm going to count to three <laughs> Zulu. My buddy dated a girl named Dana, Dana with a very deep There's voice. There's going to be some real trouble all in this time, apartment, I think. I would make fun one both him and her by doing that there is no day only zoo two and a half it's funny to me floating floating woman an onset effect See, now, if he had gotten down with her, he'd be floating right now. Yeah. That, uh, can't say that doesn't sound all right. That'd be pretty sweet, actually. You know, a little, uh, little hover, hover sex? You know? Hover sex. A little hover doing it? The wave of the future. (laughs) (laughs) The key master. Destructor, come. One Halloween, I saw a guy fully dressed in this gear along with the helmet that you see him in later, and he was just running up and down the street (laughs) saying word for word these lines. Really? It was brilliant, and then he ended up up showing up at the same Halloween party as me, so I I was his best friend for that entire night. Hey, he pulls the wagon. I make the deals. You want to ride? 
I love how he still looks nervous even though he's got the devilish eyes, you know? <laughs> you will perish in flames. That's another line to take picking away. Picking up a drop in off a picking up. Dropping off. Just a moment. Oh boy. You a Ghostbuster? Yes. We picked up this guy. Now we don't know what to do with him. Bellevue doesn't want him, and I'm afraid to put him in the lockup, but I know you guys are into this stuff, so I figured we'd check with you. Alright. Alright. A new sign is all set to go. Are you the gatekeeper? You better bring him inside. care of that man. You know, you are a real humanitarian. I don't think he's human. Oh, this scene is great. Yeah. With Rick Moranis and the little uh, colander. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what the guy had on his head. Looked identical to it. Had a full battery pack so all the lights were going, everything like that. It was unbelievable. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, have some. Vince, you said before you were waiting for a sign. What sign are you waiting for? Gozer the Traveler. He will come in one of the pre-chosen forms. During the rectification of the Valdrani, the Traveler came as a large and moving torb. Then, during the third reconciliation of the last of the McKetrick supplicants, they chose a new form for him. That of a giant slur. Many shubs and zools knew what it was to be roasted in the depths of the slur that day, I can tell you. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> that that little face twisty as <laughs> yeah you do it pretty good. It's like a it's like a cocaine face. Man. Yeah. Oh. Ah, you didn't make that was popcorn. actually perfect uh, perfect timing. <laughs> he said cocaine face and then the movie started sniffing the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Rubbing the pizza on his face. Although I don't think that's a uh, that's not a symptom. No. <laughs> but. Uh, I'm here with Dana Barrett. It seems the Goes has been putting some moves on my would-be girlfriend. How is she? I think we can get her a guest shot on Wild Kingdom. I just whacked her up with about 300 cc's of Thorazine. She's going to take a little nap now. But uh, she says she's the gatekeeper. Does that make any sense to you? Some. I just met the key master. He's here with me now. Oh, wonderful. We have to get these two together. Why did he show up to a date with a bunch of Thorazine? Good question. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, it's I, very... That's, that's pretty those, rapey. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little rapey. <laughs> I mean, like, I, Peter Venkman, he, he, he already comes across like a, th a scumbag, yeah. but now uh, I think we have a little more, a little a little ammo more info. That. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's why Bill Murray doesn't want to do this party. He doesn't want to come off too rapey in, in Ghostbusters 3. Hey, Ray. Do you believe in God? Never matter. I love So, uh, what the goof was, uh, it has to do with the Thorazine. And, uh, like, apparently... He he claims that he's a doctorate in psychology, right? Uh, later in the movie, he says that he sedated her with Thorazine, but doctors of psychology, or parapsychology for that matter especially, 
are not MDs, so are not allowed to prescribe or administer drugs, especially a controlled substance such as Thorazine. However, someone clearly <laughs> it actually says this. However, someone as clearly immoral as Venkman would do so regardless of his credentials. Yeah, so he's a little rapey. And bring it to a date. Yeah. Or maybe he just has Thorazine with him. Just might be one of those dudes that keeps it with him. A rapist. There's other reasons to... No, there isn't. All right. Yeah, I was going to say, can you think of one? <laughs> no. I don't even really know what Thorazine is. I'm assuming it's something people use yeah, to sedate and rape that's people. That's uh, <laughs> a heavy thing. You don't say, Reem. Oh, yeah. I uh, got a As bit of it right know. now. I'm sure a lot of our listeners feel like they're, <laughs> they're on heavy Thorazine after the excitement we're giving them yeah. with this podcast at the Boy, moment. Boy, on this one. This is, like, that's the problem. we got to stop watching ones that we enjoy t- this much because it completely takes us out of talking about it. Yeah, but, uh... But, no, I guess that's kind of the point as well. Ah. Oh, no, okay. This the... The wiener kid in the background with the, uh... Hard hat. Kind of looks both like Rick Moranis, but also the kid at the beginning that's getting electrical. I've seen TV. Public utilities for non-licensed waste handlers and a federal okay, entity inspection order. Mind, I'm wrong. Vince, there's one more test I'd like to perform. Hang on. I tried to stop them. He says they have a warrant. Excuse me, this is private property. Shut this off. Shut these all off. I'm warning you. Turn it off. <laughs> Who just comes into a science lab and just shut this all off? Shut, shut this down. Off. I have no idea what it does. Shut it down. The biggest movie douchebag in the world does that. I don't know what this heavy-duty electrical equipment does, but shut it down. Don't patronize me. I'm not grotesquely stupid like the people you fill. That is, officer. I'm Peter Venkman. I think there's just been a slight misunderstanding, and I want to cooperate in any way that I can. Forget it, Venkman. You had your chance to cooperate, but you thought it'd be more fun to insult me. Well, now it is my turn, wise-ass. He wants to shut down the protection grid, Peter. You shut that thing down, and we are not going to be held responsible for whatever happens. No, we won't be. Shut it off. Responsible. Don't shut it off. I'm warning you. <laughs> I, I've never seen anything like this before. I don't. Yeah, I'm not interested in your opinion. Just shut it off. My friend, don't be a jerk. Step aside. If he does that again, you can shoot him. You do your job, pencil neck. Don't tell me how to do mine. Thank you, officer. Shut it off. I love that little boom. That's a great. That boom face. Great that, little kind uh, of ad lib. Yeah, that he has in there. Sign from Gozer. Yep. (laughs) 
You know, after seeing Bill Murray in that last scene, uh, I mean, as much as I love Belushi, he couldn't pull off. I, I don't. Do you think Belushi could pull off that kind of uh, like sleaze, but still be direct? You know what I mean? I, I think you just laugh. You just laugh at I think, Belushi. I think he'd be two different Peter Venkmans. I think. Totally. I think it would be more of a joker. More of a joker than a you know sly. Sleaze kind of. We're giving him too much sleaze, but we're kind of right to give him that much. Sleaze. Well, he's bringing Thorzine to dates. <laughs> all right, the guy a break. <laughs> we all have our things. Yeah. Where's the key master? Shit. Who's the key master? Oh, come on. Hold it! I want this man arrested. Captain, these men are a criminal violation of the Environmental Protection Act! And this explosion is the direct result of it! Your mother! <laughs> Your mother. That's not something they can throw around anymore, but it's a shame that it doesn't. And it's amazing that it comes from Egon, yeah, the most well, level-headed, kind of relaxed guy in the whole film. It blows up, yeah. As opposed, well... Well, I'm sure Who's, that... Who do you think's more level-headed? Like, I mean, Winston in this is pretty... He really doesn't... I mean, he doesn't do much. No, he doesn't. He gets introduced... Very late. Very late, and therefore... You don't get that much time with him, but I'm sure if Eddie Murphy had been that character, they would have, you know, tried to give him as much as they could, but... Uh, I, again, take no, away from Ernie Hudson, but No, I think he... He's a good balance in this film. It is, it is absolutely... That, I can remember scaring the crap out of me as a kid. The little Crypt Keeper guy driving yeah. the... Yeah, because that's exactly what it looks like, is the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. I mean, ooh, yeah. Tales who wants to be that guy? Who wants that guy to be driving you anywhere? Mm-hmm. And, of course, the classic Slimer oh, with that was, tons that wasn't, of hot dogs. That wasn't Belushi? <laughs> you're, you're all about going after the large... I don't mean large to, just passed away comedians today. Soon he's gonna be a Chris Farley, Farley joke. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't go after him. I like these little rainbows. I thought it was very pretty. You know. You know it would be cool. Ghostbusters in 3D. That would be good. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it's she I'm she like finally things. chimes in. Yeah. And it's like. Yeah, I'm sure that's coming. Yeah, De- almost for sure. Yeah, it would be a good uh, promotional thing. Yeah, before sure. the next uh, next film comes out. Well, Jurassic Park 3D is coming out pretty soon. That'll be yeah, yeah. that would be sick. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know. The 3D thing is a little it's overhyped. Tough. The conversion of it is definitely. I don't want to pay 15 bucks for that, although movies like that... Movies that, like, if you see it like that in the first place, fine. But I'm not... I don't have a a huge interest in going and seeing them. Like, after I've seen the movie, you know what I mean? Like, The Lion King 3D. That that tanked. I I wouldn't bother with any of those. No. Any animated ones. Your girlfriend lives in the corner penthouse of Spook Central. 
She's not my girlfriend. I find her interesting because she's a client and because she sleeps above her covers. Four, Four feet above, above her, her covers. covers. She barks, she drools, she claws. It's not the girl, Peter, it's the building. Something terrible is about to enter our world and this building is obviously the door. The architect's name was Evo Shandor. I found it in Tobin's spirit guide. He was also a doctor. Performed a lot of unnecessary surgery. And then in 1920, he started a secret society. Let me guess. Gozer worshippers. Right. No studying. After the First World War, Shandor decided that society was too sick to survive. And he wasn't alone. He had close to no. a thousand followers when he died. They conducted rituals up on the roof. Bizarre rituals intended to bring about the end of the world. And now it looks like it may actually happen. So be good, for goodness sake. Whoa, somebody's <laughs> we coming. We have to get out of here. We've got somebody's to find a judge or something. Coming. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, 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 hey. Hold it. Now we're actually going to go before a federal this judge. This becomes very obvious. Tour de force here. Yeah, this is his big moment. Sumerian, not Babylonian. Yeah, big difference. No offense. But I got to get my own lawyer. Okay, Ghostbusters. The mayor. Whoa. Carl Winslow. <laughs> Carl Winslow shows up. Just for a quickie. Has, has he Just played anything quick... but a cop? <laughs> oh, man. Because he's, he's he is diehard as well. Plays a cop in that. Yeah. Carl Winslow was a cop. He, I think he even played Carl Winslow on some other show before Family Matters. What? It he was, was he was like he was still Carl I, Winslow. I think there was a spinoff of. No, no, there wasn't. I could be wrong on that, but they definitely Carl Winslow and the wife were in another show as husband and wife. I just can't think of what it was. Carl Otis Winslow, but what was uh sorry, what was that guy's name? I can't remember uh Can't remember that dad's name. Oh, Reginald Vell Johnson. Yep. <laughs> Vell Johnson. It was Carl Otis Winslow. I I'm looking it up here. I didn't he, know the Otis part. Oh no, that was his middle name. Carl Otis Winslow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh Die Hard. I knew Stephen Q. Urkel, but Yeah. Perfect Oh. He was Huh. He was in Perfect Strangers. That, as that Carl it. Otis Winslow. That's it. Perfect Strangers. He was in yeah, he was in Perfect Strangers. And then he was in the movie <laughs> He was in the movie Turner and Hooch as a policeman as well. Was he really? Yeah. Uh, and in Die Hard 2, he was Sergeant Al Powell. I'm starting to see. He was, he was Al. He was Captain Al. No, not Captain Al. He was Al, the cop, in Die Hard 1. There we go. And now he's Sergeant. Yeah. Smoke him if you got him. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I heard. Now what am I gonna do here, John? What is this? All I know is that was no light show we saw this morning. I've seen every form of combustion known to me. I man. believe that that was the at the time uh, FDNY 
like New York Fire Department like chief or whatever he is. Yeah. The guy that they just had on on the screen there. That was the actual one at the time. Oh, he was the actual. Yeah. How are you, PD? How about the uh, priest here? He's an actual pedophile. <laughs> oh, boy. got it. <laughs> oh boy, nailed it. <laughs> Watch out. He's got Thorazine in his pocket. I think that's a smart move, Mike. Well, I'm not going to call a press conference and tell everyone to start praying. <clears throat> uh, I'm uh, Winston Zettimore, Yana. I've only been with the company for a couple of weeks. But i got to tell you, these things are real. Since I joined these men, I have seen shit that'll turn you white. <laughs> well, you can believe Mr. Pecker. Oh, like <laughs> underground racism. <laughs> Not that isn't that underground. <laughs> From the non-threatening black guy. Yeah. Rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Enough, I get the point. What if you're wrong? If I'm wrong, nothing happens. We go to jail peacefully, quietly. We'll enjoy it. But if I'm right, and we can stop this thing, Lenny, you will have saved the lives of millions of registered voters. I don't believe you're seriously considering listening to these men. Get him out of here. Bye. I'll fix you, Venkman. I'm going to fix you. I'm going to give you a nice front pass. I'm going to miss him. Whole army, National Guard. This was uh, this was a location as well as a set for where they do the uh, the groundbreaking up. Yeah. But they had a certain number of days out front of the actual building where they shot this before they destroyed the ground around it. Shouldn't they train the uh, National Guard guys and stuff? I mean. Pretty what, screwed over, yeah. Like what, ghost really, it's just, yeah, ghost busting, ghost removal. Yeah. A lot of punks. Uh, uh, you know, I miss the New York of like the '80s because it was yeah. such a like uh, it was all just you know dirt bags, before and people be, stealing, before it was and, like, yeah. shooting everyone, you know what I mean, You like, everybody's shooting heroin, yep. everybody's punching everyone else, it was a great time. But they're all happy to be from New York. The thing that always like made me feel weird about this film is like the, so much time seems to pass between when like they really release everything and then 
when like actually... everything starts going down. You would think it would be more of an immediate problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seems like they stop for lunch. You know what I mean? They got the guard together. They went to talk. Then they, you know, drove over there. You think by then... Ghosts would the, have just ripped everything apart. I mean, ghosts were already, well, like, that, jumping like, out of hot dog machines yeah. and stuff like that. Well, it, it was the fact that uh, the gate master and the key, whatever it is, they, to make the love, and that causes all this. You'd think that would have happened a lot quicker, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it just, like, it, everything waited till they got there. You know, they just get there, and then all of a sudden the streets are cracking apart. All the, uh... Yeah. But it's like everything really speeds up quickly once they get there. So then, in the second movie, is Dana's kid, Louis Tully's kid? (laughs) Because they bang in this movie. I think the years don't add up, but... It's movie sex. Yeah, it's movie sex. You don't need a rubber. <laughs> you do if you live in uh, California. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You hear about that? L.A. County? L.A. County, they passed a proposition. Prop 8. I think, actually, maybe it's not. I think it's Prop 8. I think every proposition just sounds like Prop 8. Prop 8. Yeah. And what is their proposition? Uh, that they have to wear... Yeah, everybody, all the porno stars or porn actors have to wear condoms in every scene. Like, okay. you just have to wear condoms. And then, uh, like, things like, uh, they have to wear, like, dental dams if they're, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. Like, huh. that's it's pretty... Uh, it's very regulated for the porn industry. Yeah, but basically what it's doing is just pushing them out of L.A. County. They're just going to go to... Somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. they'll just uh, they'll just film everything in Vegas or, like, somewhere, you know, that's a couple... Yeah, it's going to change the Orange County. where the industry is yeah. run from. Where are we? There's a good bit on uh, Vice Magazine's website, one of their Vice TV... Uh, Chris Narako does an interview with Kimber- porn star Kimberly Kane about this place called AIM, which did like the f- was the fastest to turn around like AIDS tests and everything like that. It's pretty the fastest to turn around. Uh, like like I don't like want fast. No no no. Like you you get <laughs> take it. your time. Get it right. Yeah, yeah no no. Not, a- yeah. Most accurate, but also fastest because like a porn star needs it back in good time so they can get into their shooting schedule that's terrible but it also they were one of the most accurate as well but it, like more importantly I don't, I don't you, you're sticking up for them like you work for them it was an interesting article you should watch it <laughs> Wha- I should watch the article it's well they filmed it there's like oh okay there's a, I'm sure there's an article like a written article but there's like a alright Skinema. Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters, good call. This is where people turn into dogs. Yeah. Hadn't getting to the climax here. Yep. Not a moment too soon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. Yeah, same. (laughs) 
It's a busy Halloween. Another matte painting. Mm -hmm. hey, Sets are great. Sets are really good in this. The yeah. um, the kind of big climax set was on the Columbia or yeah on the Columbia the lot. The back lot. The back lot, and it took power from five of the different studios. Really. Like the, the the whole the whole studio was using different lights. But then they had to get power from different parts of the studio to, to light everything because there's such a big set. That background that is so hokey. Yeah. yeah. What fun. You could never get away with a map. Like, you would never see a film anymore that just has a, just a painting. painting background. But you do see now, like, they still have the not painted background but like like that's not Just actually lights, buildings in the background the lights, like yeah the, yeah With the lights behind it like on rookie blues set they had they just had a blast a bunch of 18ks at like a wall yeah with, with like all toronto in the background kind of thing mm -hmm. so there go the big dogs and uh, here we come up to kind really the, the first time that you see them all, all four, four fully dressed, really ready, ready to, go. to go. Yeah, pretty much the cover of the movie. The entrance of Gozer the Gozerian. The big pyramid. Some funky lights. And there, uh, <laughs> David Bowie. Yeah. Or whatever it is, it's got to get by us. Right. Go get her, Ray. Another Vankman thing is poking as many holes as he can in Ray's boat. Just, just always throwing him under the bus. Yeah. Goes through the Gozarian. Good evening. <laughs> As the duly designated representative of the city, county, and state of New York, I order you to cease any and all supernatural activity and return forthwith to your place of origin or to the nearest convenient parallel dimension. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. <laughs> Are you a god? <laughs> no. Do you think if she had done that like 90 degree turn, she wouldn't have had as much power on her Star Wars electrocution? I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it was a very popular thing for lightning to shoot out of people's fingers in the 80s. Yeah. Great. When someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes! Alright. This, this chick, chick is, is toast! <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
says from here on out is priceless. Beat him up! Show this prehistoric bitch how we do things downtown. <laughs> Just like Cirque du Soleil kind of ghost, you know. <laughs> Even her outfit looks like it's from Circus du Soleil as well. Yeah. Little bubbles on it. Aim for the flat top. Light bulbs. Not so hard. It's funny that this was such a believable, no, I mean not believable, but kind of believable set back then, you know. Yeah. To look at it now, it's like it's an impressive set still, but like, but you totally accepted this. You know, oh, absolutely. Back when. You know, that they're standing on top of a building and yeah, the clouds are going by like that. It's amazing, no, like, how many people do you think, somebody had to have died, nobody dies in all this? Yeah. There's giant pieces falling off of the building. Yeah. Surprising they're still there too, they didn't evacuate them. It's a show, I mean, why wouldn't you want to stick around for the show? Well, just to stare up at the top of a building? True. Of. If we think of J. Edgar Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover will appear and destroy us, okay? So empty your hands. Empty your hands. Don't think of anything. We've only got one shot at this. The choice is made. Whoa, oh, <laughs> the traveler has come. Nobody choose anything. Did you choose anything? I like how an ancient, like, ghost god knows what the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man is. <laughs> oh, Ray. Poor sweet Ray. I couldn't help it. It just popped in there. What? What just popped in there? I... I... I tried to think. Look! No! It can't be! What is it? It can't be! What did you do, Ray? Oh, shit! I remember first seeing this and just being like, what is it? And then I saw it and I'm like, it's popping fresh. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, man. They said that uh, each one of the Marshmallow Man suits, because they made several, as they do with movies, cost $20,000. No, give yep. me a, no way. Yep. I think they had two or three of them, one of which they set on fire, obviously. Yeah. And the guy that was in the suit to do the stunt wanted to do it without a mask. 
yeah. like the stunt coordinator found out what the materials were inside of the suit. It was like, no, you were wearing a mask while you're doing this. There's no way we're letting you do that. Because it would, would have definitely killed him if he had. Brutal. Yeah. Ray has gone bye-bye, Egon. What have you got left? Sorry, Beckman. I'm terrified beyond the capacity for rational thought. I love the angry, angry yeah, marshmallow man marshmallow face. Yeah. It's a good logo. There's something to be said for the happy face one as, as well. Like mm. It makes you like him, even though you're kind of supposed to be scared of him. What are, what are other good, uh, good cutesy logos? Huh? Think of anything? I'm thinking of cutesy characters right now, but logos? Maybe the, uh... Like, Little Debbie or whatever the cakes are like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or the copper tone baby copper tone with baby. the uh, yeah, showing the butt. The little bum. You're gonna endanger us. You're gonna endanger our client. That one's creepy to me. All the cereal ones. It's a Thorzine. All the all the cereal ones were like drug addicts. Like what what was wrong with all the, you know, they they always had the problem getting their hands on the whatever they needed, yeah. On the cereal, whether it was silly rabbit, sugar crisp, yeah. yeah. None of them, none of them could just get a bowl of cereal. No. The uh, or Cheerios. Lucky charms. Yeah. Yeah, he was the only one who had the cereal, but. Wouldn't get, couldn't give it back. You know, you couldn't get it from you him. You couldn't get it from him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were all they were all sick. What happened to Frankenberries? <laughs> I can't recall. And here's where they finally tie they all their the streams, yeah. They cross all the streams together. We proton re particle reversal. And it's a ridiculous explosion. They would have definitely died. Mm hmm But it's comedic. And scary. I always loved the... This effect. The, uh... The marshmallow. Bubbling marshmallow yeah. everywhere. I was just imagining it. Oh, man. That would have been a fun day. Fun shot to do. Yeah. Man, what a good movie. <laughs> Little barbecued dog. Are you alright? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bankman. Spangler! Bankman! Spangler! Oh, Spangler. Oh, are you okay? I 
feel like the floor of a taxi cab. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you okay? Barely right. got anything that, on That him. gag that he has nothing on him is always okay. great. That's good, right. yeah. Just comes out, no problem. It's fair, though, because he got slimed at the beginning of the film, right? <laughs> He's got a little in his hair, That's but that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. Just what? Whipped cream. What do you think? What, what do you shaving, think? Shampoo? It was shaving cream. With shaving these. cream? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like shaving cream. Look! Somebody check on that little guy. So here they are digging Sigourney Weaver out. Stana. And an alien pops out of her stone on a wrong movie. Somebody turn on <laughs> She was hotter as the ghost. What happened? <laughs> I agree. She was very sensual, you know? Very, uh, sultry. I would like to see a woman wear that outfit nowadays. That would take some balls. Actually, that'd be a good Halloween costume. It would be. Yeah. Girls do like skanky Halloween costumes, as can be heard in our... In the last, uh, Ice Holes podcast I did. I'm not telling that story again. Gotten enough trouble. <laughs> Goes your taxes. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Okay. <laughs> I love this town. Title <laughs> back to New York. Something strange. Well, that's about it, folks. That's, uh, you know, the Los Casafantasmas. <laughs> the Ghostbusters. And how Fantasmas it was. Um, quickly, just going back, because it showed the writing credits there. When uh, Sony gave the thumbs up for this, they only had just over a year to put it together. So, Ackroyd rented villas in Martha's Vineyard for all the guys and fully stocked for uh, for Acro or for uh, Murray Ramus and uh, Reitman yeah all like in his neighborhood and they worked together on for three months on putting the script together and getting all like uh, all the funny lines for each of them yeah and then right after that Reitman went into heavy pre-production and they were going they, they had to have it out I think they got okayed for it uh, Christmas time, 84, and had to have it out by the following Christmas, basically. So. There we go. Yeah. That doorman. 
I all never noticed up. that before. Yeah, that's it was pretty very, good. very strange. That's a, that's a good uh, bit. Off putting, yeah. Well, uh, I hope you've uh, enjoyed somewhat. I mean, we, we half this movie we just kind of chilled and we watched. phoned this one in a bit. We did phone we it in. It was it pretty. In. We're not far off from mailing in this one almost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but uh, you know, it took this long, so we're, we hope you enjoyed it. And if not, just just watch the movie. Or uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to us sometimes. All right, and. Uh, don't forget to check us out. Uh, we're uh, at Real Idiots uh, on Twitter. You can follow uh, me at Reem himself. Uh, you got uh, at Duder McNarley if you want to follow me. Yeah. As well as uh, at McNarley Films. Oh, boom! You got, another, you got another one. Another there. plug down now. Yeah. Jesus. And uh, don't forget to check out our brother podcast maybe sister podcast depending on what way you look at it the uh, ice holes podcast and uh uh special thanks to our young quiet friend it was fun i liked it thank you for coming so much uh miss sarah uh how do you enjoy it how do you enjoy the ghostbusters i enjoyed it i liked all the facts it was good it's a good movie it is a good it's a classic Thank you for. Do you have anything you want to plug or any uh, stuff that you watch or what movie do you want to see next? What would you want to watch? (laughs) Next movie? Yeah. I don't know. Now I've been thinking about Jurassic Park. I think Jurassic Park would be a good one. Jurassic Park's a good one. Yeah, a good one. All right. I think the next one uh, has been chosen. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, stay tuned, and uh, we'll uh, catch you on the flip side. We ain't afraid of no ghosts.